Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Connor Nolan will join us every week of the baseball season, thanks to John Mark Goings Allstate. I'll prove it right now. Connor Nolan's appearance in the zone is brought to you by Allstate Insurance with agent John Mark Goings. Another two-strike pitch, and that one's cut on a missed. That's back-to-back case now from Nolan. John Mark Goings Allstate in Jacksonville and Cabot can take care of your home, auto, RV, boat, life, and commercial insurance. Great inning by Connor Nolan. How about that? One, two, three. Outstanding. Are you in good hands? I didn't know there was more. That's the first time I've heard it. Good work, Kristen. Connor Nolan joining us on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline for the first time of many this season. Connor, welcome. It's great to have you. How are you? Thank you. Good. How about you? Man, I'm awesome. We're excited to have you this season. Thanks to John Mark Goings. Appreciate him. It really hurts me to say that. I hate to heap praise on John Mark, but I'll do it. Um, we are so happy to have you, and congratulations being named the Friday starter. I'm sure the anticipation is pretty significant for you right now. Tomorrow's a, a big day for the start of what hopefully is a great and memorable season. Yeah, no doubt. Obviously, season gets started tomorrow. We're very excited. We've got a good team and just looking forward to getting out there. I've heard a lot of things. I mean, there's some question marks about the pitching staff, I think, and we're going to get some answers from you today about that. But I've heard so much praise about this offense and how excited people are. You have had to face them in practices and scrimmages what should opposing pitchers be ready for this season? I think they are a good challenge for everybody. Obviously, we faced them all fall and uh, many times this spring. And I think just every pitch, they have a, a plan, and you can't take a pitch off. So that makes it tough on opponents. And um, I think you're going to see that here this, this season. They're really, really deep, and there's power throughout the lineup. So that helps for uh, offensive production. I'm assuming being an opening day starter was part of your goal um, list for the year. Or maybe it wasn't. I don't know. But uh, I'm just curious about your preparation for this moment and this opportunity. I've just been working a lot, obviously, in the fall and the summer preparing for this. I wanted to get back in the starting rotation and uh, just kind of put my head down. and went to work. But I think everybody that, that pitches here wants to be the opening day starter. I've been blessed to be able to do it for the second time now. So just really excited for the opportunity. I know it's going to be a tough question to answer, but I want you to try who is the toughest hitter you face for the Razorbacks? So that's a tough one. I don't want to single anybody out. Come on. <laughs> We're going to have a lot I, of fun uh, over the next couple months with you. This is just the start. I, uh, I'll go Caden Wallace. I think he's probably the toughest guy for me. Mm. Um, Wait till I tell some of the other very, guys you said that. Robert yeah, Moore. I know. It's, he's, there's, yeah, there's a lot of good bats in there, but Wallace for me is one of the tougher ones. He's just hard to figure out. What what is it about his approach that makes it difficult? Uh, I think he just covers the plate really well. I mean, he can get the inside outside and sits on off speeds pretty well. So it's hard to get him in an account where uh, he's at a disadvantage, which obviously makes it tougher. And you want to be so fine with him and make the best pitches that um, you know he can take advantage of even a, a good pitch and a, a pitching count. I've read a lot, and, and David Horn was just here in Little Rock or North Little Rock earlier this week, and he spoke about you and the commitment you made in the off season and changing your body and, and getting in better shape and eating better. What, what all did you do? I just went uh, worked out with our strength coach this summer and 
I really dedicated myself to the process of just being the best I could be. I think we saw that with Kevin last year. He just did all the right things, and I kind of wanted to follow in the footsteps of him, so just eating the right things and uh, getting my workouts in and just really putting my head down and and grinding. So that was kind of the the thing that really separated me this year from last year. I think I put in the right preparation, and it's put me in a good place. How did your diet change as a 22, 20, you know, 21, your young 20s? My diet was, you know, terrible, and I guess your <laughs> diet wasn't great, you know, there in college. What have you done diet-wise? Uh, just cooking at home more is a big thing for me. I think, you know, obviously being in college and being having class, it's easy to go grab uh, something quick that might not be the best. So kind of just putting together a plan where I can make easy meals at home, you know, grilled chicken's fine, and uh i've been eating a lot of that so just kind of taking out the things that i don't need and adding in some other uh nutritious things that help me and rebuilding muscle and all that you mentioned cops well he was big on beet juice you doing beet juice i'm not on beet juice that was his thing i don't like the taste of it but to each his own we got to get you a different version. There's a number of different beet juices out there. Wes said the same thing to me. It's my, I'm I swear by it. Now mm-hmm. I'm not throwing I'm on it, it still. Yeah, yeah, I'm not throwing it quite as well as Kevin did, but still. Connor Nolan joining us on the Brandon Moving and Storage <laughs> Hotline, courtesy of John Mark Goings Allstate. Um, I'm curious about your number. You know, 13 is usually associated with an unlucky number. I've I played with a lot of guys over the years who had a lot of success with it. How'd you settle on that? Uh, my dad's birthday is the 13th, and uh, you know, going into high school, I kind of had to find a number and I kind of talked to him and then my quarterback coach actually uh growing up he was number 13 when he was playing and uh, that kind of influenced my decision it was kind of a late choice but uh 13 kind of got picked my sophomore year and I stuck with it I like it so how many pitches will you bring to the mound this season that you feel good about I have five this year wow and what's your best pitch uh I would say the fastball is my best pitch right now. Okay. Uh, throwing a sinker this year, so more movement and keeping the same velocity. So it's a good good advantage pitch for me. We have talked to, I guess, mostly coaches. We really haven't talked to many players about this, but obviously there's a kind of a new approach across baseball with guys trying to hit more home runs, settling for more strikeouts. And, you know, the old days of putting the ball in play have sort of gone the way of the dodo. But as a pitcher, I'm curious about how you've changed your approach. I guess we've talked to your pitching coach about this before, but – how you change your approach, if at all, knowing what guys are trying to do at the plate and you know the the focus on the long ball as a pitcher, what do you try to do to, to try to counteract that? I don't really think it changes too much. Obviously, you're going to chase soft contact and uh, you know try to get them to take bad swings. But obviously, with people trying to hit home runs, you got to know when people are on base or they're trying to do damage. So uh, just really focus on it and try to make one pitch at a time in those situations. It's really the key to minimizing damage. Was there a guy that you grew up idolizing as a pitcher? I was always a fan of Justin Verlander. Um, I mean, big righty that threw hard. He was always fun to watch. So I'd probably say uh, he was the one that I kept my eye on. Because of the way he pitched or the fact that he's with Kate Upton? <laughs> I would say a little bit of both. Okay. We're all in the same boat there. That's understandable. Did I hear or read you, you were tinkering with uh, the, the kind of the cop's pitch, trying to throw that a little bit? It's a little different. It's a cutter, but um, tosses cutters in a world of its own. But um, I really started working on it about a month ago, so it's all starting to come together right now. But it's kind of a version of that, a little different. I read the other day – no, I heard from John Neighbors. Doesn't make it true. 
You were one of two quarterbacks to win a game for Chad Morris. Do you know who the other one is? Yes. I would say, I mean, Ty Story would be the other one, right? Oh, I don't know. I don't. I, I blacked that out. Um, those days were a long time ago. Do <laughs> you ever wonder what what <laughs> could have happened if you didn't make this choice and stuck with football? Uh, I've thought about it. I mean, there's the what ifs, but uh, I'm glad I made the choice. It's been it's been a uh, great process here at the university, and obviously football was a fun time period in my freshman year, but. <laughs> I, uh, I'm, gl- I'm glad I transitioned to baseball. We are too. It's all worked out <laughs> fine. I mean, and obviously, you know, football's in pretty good shape. Baseball's in really yeah. good shape. I won't ask you to bash Chad Morris. We've done enough of that on the air. But to to go from that, you know, to you know, baseball season when you're playing for one of the all time greats and Dave Van Horn. What, let's just talk about his focus and his approach. What do you like most about the way that Coach Van Horn does things that has led to so many years of success for the baseball program? I just like how blue collar the program is. I mean, you got to bring um, hard work every day. He wants us to be in there and uh, really dedicated to the process. And I think that's what makes this team so special is everybody's focused on the goal. And um, you see a lot of guys in the facility early, leaving late. So they're uh, really dedicated to this team and getting better. And I think that's what translates onto the field. And Coach Van Horn has um, you know, really hammered that in for people to be dedicated and know what you have to do and prepare the right way fans and I was among them last year that had a chance to take in the regional and then the super regional in Fayetteville I think we were all a little shell-shocked at the end when it did not end up in another trip to the World Series what was the feeling like on this team after the last loss and uh, I'm just curious because again I mean nobody thinks about it it's just so sudden in a situation like that I mean NCAA tournament teams go through it you know football teams their schedules are set and you kind of know going to the last regular season game or a bowl game that's going to be it but in a tournament situation, you don't, you're not really you know sure how long you'll be playing, and you're always hopeful for the next step. How how hard was that, or what was that like to, to go through that? That was certainly not something we expected. It was definitely difficult. I mean, we had so many older guys that that was the last opportunity, and then guys going into the draft. So uh, you know you have the disappointment for them, and you want to you want to see them go to Omaha and have that experience. And then obviously Kevin had his heroic effort there in the in the last game. So I hate that for him, but. I think it, for the team that came back this year, I think it's good for us. I mean, <clears throat> you got to learn how to lose at some point, and uh, it kind of lights a fire under you. And, you know, once you've had that feeling of losing that far in the tournament, uh, it makes you hungry for the next year and having another opportunity to go and uh, try to you know, do better or do, um, do more than you could have. Well, having played for Chad Morris, you certainly understood a little bit better maybe than some of the baseball guys what facing <laughs> adversity was like, I hate to say. But uh, anyway, I'm glad that that page has turned, and now we're on to basically positives across the campus. And we've talked to Hunter Yurchek and other coaches about this. You know, it's all rosy right now in Fayetteville. It's a pretty good time to be a Razorback. I mean, just give me from a student's perspective, what's it like to be up there with all the programs doing so well? It's a great experience, obviously, when you have everybody rolling and everybody's happy and uh, it gives you something to look forward to every week. Obviously with basketball doing uh, so well right now, the energy up here is fantastic. And then we get to get into baseball season right at the right point. So that's an exciting time. I think the hog pen is going to be packed and uh, you know, just really all the things are coming together for the university, which is fantastic. And I think uh, there's a lot of excitement, a lot of buzz coming into next football season. And it's kind of just all accumulating at the right time. 
We're going to talk to people tomorrow about our question of the day. How many points is Bud Walton Arena worth? How many runs is Bomb Stadium worth? That's a great question. I mean, however many you need. I think late in the game, uh, you're you're at home with all these fans. You get the momentum. You get the crowd into the game, and, and that can swing everything. I think you, know, you could be down five and still feel comfortable that you have the advantage. Hmm. Also, this program is to a point, or is it to a point, where it's Omaha or bust? Is that is the expectation so high now that it is Omaha or bust for you guys? Uh, I wouldn't say we think about it like that. I mean, I think for other people that might be the expectation or, uh, you know, the standard for people on the outside looking in. But, you know, we just play our game, and it kind of just handles itself. If you're uh, – you know, doing the right things and you're playing good baseball, it's going to handle itself at the end of the day. We don't really focus on that too much. And, uh, you know, we have a one-game-at-a-time approach, and I think that's how you really stay focused on the little things, and uh, eventually that leads to the big things. DVH has a reputation of being old school, but he has fully embraced, or at least he said at the uh, tip-off club Monday, the NIL, and he sees how it can help, uh, you know, especially baseball players who, you know, are on that. you've got 11.7 scholarships and you're divvying up money. And he said, you know, he's for anything that can help, you know, got you guys get a little extra money in their pocket. What do you think? What's he think of something like this? You, you doing radio. It just seems odd or strange for – a baseball player, you know, a DVH guy that, you know, is getting opportunities to do like this. I would have never thought this years ago. It's definitely different, but I think it's a great opportunity for baseball to move forward and uh, kind of move transition into something bigger. I mean, obviously we have a lot of guys that are walk-ons, and like you said, the 11.7 scholarships is um, almost ridiculous at this point. But, um, you know, getting guys that can, you know, make a little scratch on the side and, um, you know, help them with bills or paying school or uh, food. I mean, I think it's a great deal and can really help the game move forward. Yeah, we passed the little bit ridiculous zone a long time ago. This is something that should have been addressed a long time ago. And they need an extra assistant, and they need uh, they need money, more scholarship money for sure. Baseball is it, it's quite remarkable. The NCAA is well behind on both softball and baseball. It's disappointing. Talking to Connor Nolan, we're going to let him go in just a second. I'm going to ask you a few stupid questions, and then we'll see if our uh, listeners can regurgitate the answers later on. Uh, Olympics are underway. Have you watched any of them so far, the Winter Olympics? I have caught a couple of curling matches, I guess that's what you call them. Yes. That's pretty much the extent of my watching. If you had to be an Olympic athlete, what what sport do you think would be best for Connor Nolan? Oh, goodness. I, mean, I think curling. Okay. I mean, that's pretty simple for me. I get in there and roll that ball out and hope for the best. Yep, that's that's a good one. How many classes are you taking right now? Uh, I'm in grad school, so I'm only taking two. That's a good deal. What's your favorite class you've had through your your collegiate career? Oh, goodness. Uh, business law was pretty fun. That's fun? I figured you guys, like, don't you get, it like, was, an underwater basket weaving or some kind of gimme elective or something? Uh, I had the Alexander Technique, which is, like, a breathing class, but it was more of just a hassle to go up there and sit in a chair and breathe all day, so... <laughs> I'll go be law. Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa! They teach you to breathe. That's the class. Yes, it's a theater technique that they use for actors and all this stuff. And uh, I got the opportunity to take that class pretty early in my <laughs> academic career. Well, in a stressful situation as a pitcher, I would mm-hmm. think that that could be useful. That's what the teacher was trying to tell me, and I think that 
there is some truth to that. Okay. I mean, there's uh, big situations where you need to slow down your breathing and try to get the heart rate down. So who knows? Maybe that class has been good for me. What's the best movie you've seen? Speaking of actors, what's the best movie you've seen in recent months? Uh, recent months? That's, that's, I mean, I like the 007 movie. Good. Good uh, answer. Good answer. No time to die. That's perfect. Excellent. Yeah. Uh, with your Greenwood connections, I have to ask. We've had a number of Greenwood guys on the show over the years, and there is something special about a Greenwood man. We talk about Michigan men. There's something special about Greenwood guys. There is a confidence in the water there. I don't know. They pump it into your veins over there. I don't know what the deal is. Who's the most confident Greenwood bulldog you've ever known? Uh, Grant Morgan by far stands out to me. He's a, he's a confident guy. I've been around him. I played with him, and obviously you see what he's done on the, on the hill for the football team. So I think he uh, – he has a chip on his shoulder, and I think obviously being a walk-on at first, it's spoken uh, to his character and uh, how hard he works. Do you know Drew very well? I do. Okay. See, I think Grant is very he was, confident. He's he my Drew, second choice. Yeah, Drew's a lunatic. <laughs> I, I like Drew. Drew has, like, otherworldly confidence. He's he's in the, in the twilight zone with that. It's hilarious. Well, I was going to set him up with the cocky. You said confident, most confident. Yeah. Who's the cockiest? And then I thought that's where Drew would come in. That's probably true. <laughs> you agree with that, Connor? <laughs> Uh, okay. I won't say yes or no. Okay. <laughs> He's going to run for office when he's out of school. I like it. Okay. You got one pitch. All right. I'm only going to give you two options. It's the last pitch of the World Series. You got two strikes on a guy. It's full count. You got to throw a knuckleball or an EFAS pitch. What are you going with? <laughs> I'm going EFAS. I love it. I love it. For, can, for sure. Can you throw it for a strike? Probably not. That'd be so money, though, if you did. Swing at it, right? Yeah. <laughs> we'll just assume so. Yeah, he's more nervous than you are, I'm sure. So. Yes, that's that's the truth. Do we know how long these segments are going to go? As far as uh, how many weeks, months, is it in the in the, the contract? Full, yeah, the full season. So, I mean, can we go ahead and make the commitment to late June that you'll join us? Boy, you put a lot of pressure on the guy. I'll do it if you guys are willing. Well, yeah, we're just hoping you're still playing in late June. That's the key. That's, I didn't that's on you. the College yeah. World Series this year, the finals are Saturday, Sunday, Monday. They've been Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. And this year it says June 25th, 26th, and 27th, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. That's good, and we can spend more time in Omaha that way. That'd be perfect. I'm, I'm all for that. Connor, real quick before we let you go, I don't know a lot about the other pitchers in the rotation. Tell me a little bit about your mates that are starting this weekend and then what your expectations are, I guess, from the staff overall. Yeah, I think the staff that we have is very deep with a lot of experience in there and a lot of young guys that have shown a lot of potential uh, in the spring, a lot of electric arms and a lot of guys that can fill up the zone. So that's exciting. And, you know, you have the confidence to bring them in in tight situations or uh, situations where you need a big out. So I think that's a big, big key for us. And I think the other thing that you're really excited about tomorrow, I mean, I think we get to showcase what we've been working on for uh, six plus months here and, uh, you know, excited to get the fans out out to the stadium and to get the thing rolling. Whose stuff are you the most jealous of? Who? I think. I mean, Hagen Smith to me is a guy that I'm pretty jealous of. Obviously, he's left-handed, so I'm kind of mad at my parents that they didn't tie my right arm behind my back when I was young. But I'll get over that one day. That's good. Well, we appreciate the time. You did great here. And uh, even as a right-hander, you're you're a very good interview, so I appreciate that. We will talk to you again next week. Good luck this weekend, man. Yeah, thank you very much. I appreciate it. All right, take care. It's Connor Nolan, great stuff from him. And uh, watch him Friday against Illinois State. And thanks again to John Mark Goings, Allstate. Appreciate them sponsoring 
the segment in Jacksonville and Cabot. You can catch him for all of your insurance needs. But even if you don't live there, I'm sure that John Mark would be happy to write up a policy for you. He's good that way.